0: Listening to Season 5 of the Devoted Dreamers Podcast. Welcome, Dreamer. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Merit Ansa, and this is the podcast where we talk about our God-shaped dreams—the ones we're pursuing, hoping to pursue, or waiting on God to reveal. I don't know you yet, but I hope to, and my hope with this podcast is to help you move from uncertainty to action so that your life might sing that it might sing praises to God for your good and His glory, because He made you for big things. But the more I talk with women about their dreams, the more I understand there's a battle within. Is it okay to be ambitious, to dream, to do something with our skills, gifts, and experiences? If you're struggling with this, don't listen to me. Go read God's Word, specifically Ephesians 1. And let the God of the universe remind you that you were chosen for a purpose in order that you might live for the praise of his glory. Sure, you might feel some fear, anxiety, insecurity walking forward in your dream, but don't let those things stop you. We all feel them to some extent, and you cannot let those feelings or the voices that tell you you have no business dreaming this dream, you cannot let them win because you are a daughter of the King. And that's why we're having this conversation. I pray it's what you hear today in this episode. Thank you so much for joining in. As always, you'll find the show notes at meritonsa.comslash slash podcast. And please connect with me and the community of devoted dreamers in our Facebook group or over on Instagram at MeritJO. And now here's today's episode. Hello, Devoted Dreamers. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being with us today on this first week of December, 2018. I'm thrilled to be talking with Amy Wright for this episode 103, and I'll just tell you a tiny bit about Amy, and we'll let her um, fill in the blanks as we talk today, but I met Amy through Katie Bulmer, who, um, if you have been around for a while, she was way back in episode 55, so I think that was like summer or fall of last year. Um, But Katie is the one that wrote the book, um, Sorority Girls Can Change the World. And I just love her. And when she told me about Amy, I was like, okay, anyone who's a friend of Katie's is a friend of mine. So Amy is a mom and a blogger. And I'm going to, as I said, let her fill in the blanks. But um, thanks for being here, Amy. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. So your blog is The Big Family Home? Yes. All right, let's. Um, well, I'll just let you talk about um, how you would describe your God shaped dream. Well, um, I think
1: I started probably having a, a God shaped dream when I was really little. My God shaped dream that God placed in my heart when I was really little was to have a big family because I was um, an only child. And my parents got divorced when I was, I think, three or four years old. And um, I just really longed for siblings and, um, you know, just a more a big traditional family home environment. And so even at that time, I really just, you know, yearned for that. And now fast forward, I have six kids and a husband and um, an exchange student who lives with us long term. And so we definitely have a big family home. And um, so probably several years ago, I felt God prodding me to write and um, talk about just the different ways that he reveals himself to me through Um, the challenges of maintaining a home that is so different from the one that I grew up in. Um, So that's what I'm doing. And my God-shaped dream is hopefully to encourage other women who might be kind of climbing uphill
0: in their parenting journey as well. Yeah. I mean, as you say that, I'm like, who among us is not climbing uphill in the parenting journey? (laughs) Yes. I mean, unless you're not a parent, right <laughs> right but well, I have found this very challenging. yes, it's so you can't be prepared for it for sure, yeah, it's such a unique um challenge and struggle so um so your desire to write and speak and encourage other moms um do do you mind if I kind of share what um Katie shared with me about oh, that all about that. <laughs> well, shoot! I don't. I think it was on Voxer. I don't know, but um, she and I kind of exchange messages back and forth just to encourage one another. And and she really loves you and thinks you're amazing. And I think what she said to me was, "Oh, I have this friend that's kind of struggling to believe that she." um can do this thing that she dreams of is that kind of how oh yeah i think that does that so fit cute. you <laughs> well i think the struggle um a lot of the struggle
1: that i come up against and i have come to see that i don't think i'm the only one but motherhood can just be so lonely and um i i just think that we can get discouraged and think, you know, everyone is doing this so much better than I am. And so I felt like that about parenting for a while. And then when I started trying to write about it, I felt like that about writing, too. Like, well, everybody can figure this out so much better than I can. And when they put themselves out there, it comes across so much better than when I do. And so I, I think that's probably what she's referring Because I would call her and or box for her and say, "Katie, I just like I just look like a bozo. Like I cannot figure this out." So, but I'm thankful for her encouragement. You are not the only one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think that's what we, you know, ultimately. I appreciate you saying that because I think ultimately that is what all of us need to hear. I mean, I can't tell you how many times people will stop me and say. Well, I mean, I don't have six kids like you do, but I'm really struggling with my 18 month old and this. And so I can't even imagine with you. And I'm like, no, no, the struggle is the same. <laughs> Whether you have one 18 month old or a house full of 18 month olds or, you know, whatever, it's all really hard to navigate. And we need to hear that God is with us and pleased with us and, you know, sees our struggle. And so,
0: um, You've talked about motherhood being lonely, this whole blogging, writing thing of just feeling, I mean, I hear a lot of women say not enough, like just feel like, gosh, I just can't do this well enough to make it worth doing. Um, What else has been challenging about pursuing your dream of encouraging other moms?
1: Well, I think, One of the big things that I didn't realize at first, but God has revealed to me gently, which I'm thankful for because if he had just thrown it in my face right at the beginning, I don't know if I would have been able to um, bear up under it, but he has gently been showing me how much shame I was carrying around. Um, So when I first started trying to blog Um, Well, I actually started a year ago with another friend of mine who has six kids also and exchange students living in her home. And we are um, similar in a lot of ways and different in enough ways that we thought, oh, this, you know, we'll have so much to complement each other on a blog. And we tried really hard and we just could not get it off the ground. And um so I felt a lot of shame about that because we both of our families had spent money towards branding and things like that and I felt like I had kinda of dropped the ball and maybe possibly let her down and then you know, let my husband down and um so then when I dug deeper I realized that a lot of the reasons that I was having these starts and stops was because I carried around a lot of shame from when I was growing up about having a working mother and I attached um, working as a mom as being shameful, which obviously we know, like in my brain, I know that that is not true and I'm trying to do this to make a financial contribution to our family. And um, yet deep down I was feeling all the shame and like, conflict within myself about whether or not this was God's will and, you know, whether it was the right thing for me to be doing because um, when I was little and we lived in this really small town in South Georgia and all of my friends, it felt like, um, came from a traditional family and my mom was single, and she worked really hard. She was an accountant, and she worked long hours to provide for us, and, um, you know, I'm really thankful looking back on that, but at the time, I can remember um other moms saying, like, well, I heard that Amy's mom was divorced, so I wasn't sure if she could come spend the night, and, you know, different things like that, and it just, I had attached something to her working that wasn't, true but you know I had felt a lot of shame about it so I realized that that was standing in my way even now
0: as I was trying to um put myself out there oh my gosh the the mom guilt or the shame I mean I think that is so so common I mean I even as you were talking I was thinking about this morning you know trying to get ready for this interview and um you know I've got my baby girl here and, you know, trying to nurse her. But it's like, oh my gosh, it's, you know, it's work time. So if I'm feeding my baby, I should also be doing something fruitful at the same time because it's a work day. And it's like, actually... I could just sit here and stare at my baby and that would be okay. Yes, and it's productive. (laughs)
1: Doing that is producing love and uh, mutual affection between the two of you. I've really, I had a similar moment yesterday. I have, I don't have a baby anymore, um, which I'm kind of happy to say. uh, I used to think, (laughs) I don't know what we'll do when we don't have a baby and now I'm like, "Um, well, I know what we won't be doing is changing diapers. Mm -hmm. So, Uh, But Mm -hmm. I have an almost three-year-old, and he is the only one who is still home with me during the day. And um, I had a computer glitch, and it wasn't working, and I was feeling so distraught over not being productive, just like you say. And he jumped up into my lap and was touching my face and talking to me, and I thought – sitting here and letting him touch my face, which I'm not a toucher. So even that, you know, that's like an act of love on my part to be okay with him being all in my space. I thought this is work like, and it's good work and it is enough for right now,
0: you know? Yes, absolutely. Thank you for that. Yeah, we all need a little bit of like grace in that category for we, sure. We do.
1: I feel like that's one of the things that was actually a gift for me about my mom working so much when I was younger, um, is that I really yearned for her presence a lot and now that I'm a mom I can look back and see it's not that she didn't want to be around me it's that she had to work and she needed to do that but it is such a gift to me that God has given that I can be around that I ought not to always be choosing dishes or laundry or
0: you know which is what I can do sometimes because it's so easy to like just get that dishwasher loaded, <gasps> like, and then the project is done, and you're like, I am so accomplished. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And meanwhile, your child is like, I just want to sit in your lap. Mm, I just want to be near you. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Totally. So, um, I would love to give you a chance just to talk a little bit more about your blog and um, kind of your. Your hope for it I mean you told me that you're just starting out that you're you would call this kind of the beginning stages um, but do you have a feeling for what you ultimately hope to to do with it or the types of things you want to write about or you know kind of what's next from where you are now well I think I'm just starting to really
1: find my voice um, in a way that is authentic At first I knew I wanted to be an encouragement, um, but I also had fun like, you know, just playing around and doing some different things and I so it took me a little while, a few weeks, to figure out like the kind of posts that I wanted to write that would honor God and be um like carrying out the dream that He had put um in my heart. So now I'm hoping as I move forward My main goal for this um, coming year is just to reach out to more women. Um, I've seen that pretty consistently the women that God places in my life are young women who are just starting their families, um, which is funny because those are not the women that I typically feel comfortable around you know I always am like oh I love, like have my mom of six kids tired face on and they're so cute and have their you know life all in order they still think they have it all figured out and here I am a hot mess and like rolling in on two wheels from soccer practice or whatever but um but over and over again he would set my husband and I up as like small group leaders for um young couples or things like that, which funny story about that. The reason that we were the small group leader for young couples is because I told our church that we could not have anybody else who had children because at the time our um, oldest son was our youngest child then. So we had four at the time and he was probably two years old and he bit everybody that he came into contact with. And so I said, we can't have any couples that have children because Jack will just tear them up while (laughs) <laughs> we're trying to do small group time. And the Lord really blessed that. Um, and I only mentioned that because his biting was something else that I just felt complete, like a complete failure. Like I tried everything. I could not get him to stop doing that for a while. And eventually the Lord led us through it and it, and it was over. But I mean, it just was a huge ordeal in my life, and he used that so richly to bring all these young couples into our house, and we would feed, I think, 23 or 24 people every Wednesday night and sit around our big table and just talk about issues of being um, newly married and writing your own story. Uh, A lot of them had come from families with um, divorce and a lot of times addiction. And that is really similar to my own story with my own parents. And so I just, I was just really thankful about how something that felt so hard. And so like, there's nothing good that can come out of my two-year-old constantly drawing blood all over the place. Um, But it, it you know, opened up this ministry opportunity that we otherwise would not have chosen because of my own
0: insecurities. So Oh, my gosh! yeah,
1: yeah, so God anyway, redeems I, I think I got a little off track, but so my goal is I would love it if eventually, after the blog grows and has enough of an audience, if Joel and I could do more of that with you know small groups of people or just talk a lot with younger couples about that you know starting out phase of their stories because both of us come from divorced homes and we have tried really hard to fight for our marriage and it's not always easy you know
0: yeah oh my gosh the statistics prove it it's not easy at all for sure can you talk us through kind of what the Lord has taught you through um the challenges that you've faced, whether that's kind of realizing this, um, shame issue or, um, the starts and stops of blogging or, um, kind of whatever, whatever hits you there.
1: Yeah. Um, well, right now, what I have something that's kind of tying all of those together. We, um, had a farm, we had like a farm business when we first, um, moved back to our hometown about eight years ago. And so we had four kids then and we sold pork and homemade soaps at the farmer's market. And it was so such a sweet time because Joel and I worked together, you know, and I felt like we had this like shared vision and dream and we were working hard to build something that would be ours. And then we had starts and stops with that. And um Uh, Several years later, I really felt like, oh, we just need to try to give it one more go. We should um, put our house that's in town up for rent and buy acreage and move out to the farm and um, really try to like put our all into it and um, make things happen. And I was pregnant with our sixth baby at this time. So, it became really, really difficult really quickly. <laughs> Our kids were older. Um, they had a lot more activities. My husband's job, he had a different job, and it was it's much more demanding than what he was doing back then. And so the Lord had to close doors over and over and over again in my face, basically, to get me to accept the fact that, like, this was just not going to happen right now and um that was really hard and i felt tons of shame about that like here i have just you know insisted that we do this and we have built this house and now we own two houses and all this land and it's so expensive and um so that was really hard, but I felt like he has opened so many doors for me to just put aside all this bitterness and shame that I didn't even really realize was there and be really vulnerable. Um, so I've been talking on Instagram, on my Insta stories the last couple of days about um, praying through money problems and um and just trusting and having confidence in Him that He is making all our paths straight and that He's not letting us go through anything that's not ultimately going to be for our good and for His glory. So I am thankful for those lessons. Like, He is just showing us left and right, you know, it feels hard right now, but that doesn't mean it's not for me. And it's not, you don't need to feel shame about this because if it hadn't been part of my plan for you, I would not have let it happen,
0: you know so Mm, yeah yeah is there some scripture that's been encouraging you through that yes well the one that I as I've been blogging
1: and always kind of going back and forth about how much to share and you know how vulnerable to be about my um, childhood or money trouble or you know whatever um, I love Ephesians 1 3 and um i actually don't have it right in front of me but it it always reminds me that he's given us every single spiritual gift that we need already and that it um everything that we've gone through has been ordained for us even before the beginning of time and this is not a surprise to him and it it's all being used so so wait, I have the verse here. It says, "Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ." Um, so I just think it always discourages me.
0: Like I already have every single thing I need. Yeah, you're not lacking. Right. You're not not enough. Right. <laughs> All of those things. Yes. Like the Bible says it. Yeah. Complete in Christ. I love it. Well, what is um a piece of advice you would offer to other women who are um, maybe where you are or where you've recently been and trying to take the next step toward their dream? Um, Well, you know, one thing that really encouraged me that you said
1: from your um, podcast that I just recently listened to um, where you gave us a list of things um, to do to, how did you phrase it? To accomplish your or you know to do before you set out for your big dream anyway one of them was recover from the shame that keeps you in hiding or in fear and I think that that is the best advice um, in moving forward is to make peace with the hard parts of your story and not feel shame about them realize that every single hard thing in our lives are um, there for our good. And oftentimes the most beautiful things are born from those hard
0: places. And so they're nothing to be ashamed about. Thank you by the way, for encouraging me and letting me know that my flop and my mistake last week was ultimately benefiting you. So I appreciate that.
1: Yes, I was, it was really, I was, um, When I listened to that episode, I was like, this is exactly what I needed to hear today. I'm sure that I'm sure the episode you recorded is so great. And I can't wait to hear from her whenever that happens. But I was really thankful for that for the particular episode.
0: Well, I would love to hear what resources have been helpful to you on this journey, like things that the listener might go check out that could be helpful to them.
1: Yeah. Well, one um, resource that I have gone back to over and over again is Jenny Allen's book, Restless. Um, she has some questions in there that are really deep digging. And um, they every time I answer them, I feel like I have different answers. Even though <laughs> I have the same story, I'm like, how's the story looking so different? from one year to the next and it it just it's like God just peels back layers every time I answer those and it helps point me towards what he the threads in my life that he is using to create um, my service for others so I love Jenny Allen's book Restless and I love um, this podcast that I've I've been listening like binging on different episodes while I fold clothes and do chores and I just find it really inspiring to hear women who have a dream and um, are pursuing that, but also still remembering where their dream came from and who their dream came from. So I've been loving that. And I've listened um, a good bit to some blogging um, podcasts like um, Jenna Kutcher's The Gold Digger and. Julie Solomon I don't remember what her podcast is called but she has one that um is for I think it's called the influencer podcast and so I listen to the more technical um type podcast just to help me figure it all out because I'm starting to feel really old and not able to figure tech stuff out as well as I used to so that's been helpful to me
0: yeah as we were saying earlier before I hit record tech keeps changing so it's hard to keep up that's right well um I didn't prepare you for this question but I wonder if there's like a a blog post or or a topic that you've written about that would be Um, of interest to the moms who are listening that you'd like to kind of give a little plug for?
1: Oh, I like that question. That's fun. Um, My favorite blog post that I've written so far, which um, I just recently wrote this past weekend um, is called, it's called something like, dear God, mom is not mad at you about how the holidays went. (laughs) And I wrote it, after a lot of prayer and as i was writing it i think even after every paragraph i would stop and pray and ask him for more words and more wisdom from him because it was really like a message to myself you know i had been home with um seven kids all week and my husband had been home all week and you know we'll how it gets after a week of being in the house all together. It hit. There were plenty of things that I wish had gone differently, and um, I just wrote about how God, even though we're disappointed in ourselves or how things went, He's not disappointed in us, and He sees um, our efforts, and He is pleased with us. And you know, just basically saying not to beat ourselves up over it and give ourselves grace because um, God offers us tons of grace for how the holidays go. And he knows that they're hard for us. So anyway, I think that's probably my favorite so far, especially just because I felt like he was just so there with me, you know?
0: Yeah. And so as this goes live at the beginning of December, we've still got some holidays ahead. So that'll be good to read. (laughs) Um, I will definitely link to that in the show notes. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we're sailing right into the next holiday. So, oh my gosh, I can't even believe that it's the end of the year. It's blowing my mind. Oh my
1: gosh, it just goes so fast. And we have all three of our boys, um, we have three girls and three boys, and all three of our boys are born in December. So, we have three birthdays. And then a week later, Christmas. So I always joke, like, I really need to get a couple of extra jobs in December, I think.
0: Seriously. (laughs) And a few more hours in each day. Uh huh. Yeah, one extra week. Right. (laughs) That's right. I wish. So, um, Amy, it's been super fun to have this conversation and to get to know you a little bit better. And I'm definitely going to go find you on Insta stories because I want to hear the things that you're learning. And um, and I'm so glad Katie introduced us. So shout out to Katie. Thank yes, you. Yes, thank you, um, Katie. But I just wanted you to close us out with answering the question of um, how this experience of stepping out in faith and following this dream for your life, you know, even though you're still kind of in the midst of figuring it out, how has it changed you?
1: I think that it has made me fine with putting our mess out there. Um, obviously, I don't want to do it in a way that dishonors the people that I love. I mean, I have try to be careful with sharing different things about my parents, Um, from when I was growing up, and um, I don't want to dishonor my husband too much when I say I got us in such a mess with buying the farm, but there's such freedom when we just put it out there in the world, and we hear that we're not the only ones who have had these experiences, and I feel like God has shown me, you know, even if you stumble, I'm not going to let you fall. There's nothing to be afraid of
0: for it. If guilt or shame has ever kept you from the pursuit of your dream, this was the episode for you. And I think I mentioned it in our conversation, but I wanted to share a bit more here. Amy reached out to me the day before we were supposed to do this interview to thank me for my recent solo episode, the one where... I mentioned how important it is to heal from the shame of your past, how that plays a role um, in you being able to step out into your God-shaped dream. And she said, listening to that, God had revealed to her some new things about the shame that she's held for a long time, and that it had impacted what she wanted to share in this conversation. So first, let me say, I love everything. Every single email, DM, and comment that you share about how an episode has impacted you it means so much to me to know that um, God is working through the words that I share and the guests that I bring in. And second, I was reminded from that message um, from Amy that um, the stronghold that shame and guilt can be in our hearts and minds and that Jesus doesn't want this for us. And that leads like straight into my three takeaways from this interview. So I'll just go there right now. Number one, that he doesn't want us to live in guilt or shame, that we are called to live in freedom. That Galatians verse um, five, one says it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by yoke of slavery. And that's what guilt and shame are. It's a yoke of slavery. It's something that is holding us in place so that we can't be all that God created us to be. And so um he doesn't want that for us. He wants us to live in freedom. So that was just um, such a huge part of this conversation for me, even before it even happened. So I'm so grateful to have that reminder and talking with Amy and hearing what God's done in her heart, just even in the hours before we talked. Okay, takeaway number two, that is so easy to fall into the belief that everyone else is doing this thing better than me, whatever the thing is, even if it's something really simple, like making dinner for your family. Um, But it's so easy to look at somebody's you know, especially with social media, somebody's outsides what they're portraying to the world and think and compare that to, you know, our everyday life that we see. And the reality is, is that what we see online is really everybody's highlights. I mean, you've heard this before. It's You know, it's the good stuff. We share the best of what we have. If you take five of almost the exact same photos, you're going to post the one that has the best um, color and smiles of your kids or whatever it is. And so we just have to be so careful to not compare our day to day to somebody else's highlight reel. And I'm speaking this to myself as much as I'm saying it to you, because literally I needed to hear this this week as well. And then finally, takeaway number three, that you are not the only one struggling. And it's so important to know that you're not alone and that the struggle doesn't define you. And it's such a big part of why I wanted to do this podcast in the first place so that as we hear from others who are really just living their lives and struggle is a reality of living life here in this broken world, and then we can kind of be reminded that Everybody's life isn't perfect besides me, and that the struggle is one of the things, one of the very real things that the Lord uses to draw us to himself, and that is that place that we find freedom, hope, the love that we so deeply desire, and the encouragement that we need to continue walking forward. So I just want to say thanks for spending your moments here today with me and with Amy, and I bet there is a woman in your life who would love to hear what you're going through as you're processing your own God shaped dream, especially if there's some guilt or shame or anything that's come up as you're listening today to Amy's story. And that friend or that sister in Christ who's struggling to figure out her dream too, or maybe the one that's just getting started, um, maybe wrestling with her own fear and shame. Like, go share, talk about it, share with one another. And, um, you've heard me say it before, I don't have a marketing department, so it's just me over here, me and you, and your friend who needs the show needs to hear it from you. So, you know, I do everything I can to get the word out in my limited time, but your voice and your words and your story, your personal story about God has, how God has impacted you through what you're hearing here, um, whatever you share on Instagram or the posts online that helps spread the word about the devoted dreamers podcast. It makes those connections of other women like you who are traveling. This road helps get that message into their earbuds. And so if something strikes you this episode or any other, please take a minute, help out be my marketing team this week. And let's tell more friends about what it means to walk in faith towards our God shaped dreams. Okay, maybe if you've been around Season 5 for a while, you've heard me talk about that I had this goal last season to get 50 reviews on iTunes. And that, you guys, blew me out of the water. I think we're at 65 now, so we've totally exceeded that goal. And it was exceeded by May when I went on maternity leave. And those reviews certainly help get the uh, word out about Devoted Dreamers or it helps people just kind of understand if this would be an episode that's – or if this would be a podcast, that would be good for them. So thank you so much for helping me with that. And so my new goal um, for the final few weeks of 2018 is um, I launched a Patreon page at the beginning of this year, and I've had an amazing um outcome on that like my big fear was like oh my gosh what if nobody cares like enough to say yeah I, I would send you a couple bucks to to care for and support the work that you're doing with the uh, devoted dreamers so I've had 12 patrons over the last 11 months big shout out to the ladies who've given at the $20 level or higher Bree Uden Cheryl McGrath and Elizabeth Henry and then most recently Jane Springer thank you ladies so much for your support and devotion of the podcast. And so my new goal is five new patrons at Any level. So the levels start at $2 and go up to $25. Um, There's more on my Patreon page about what the funds do for me and the show, but I'd love to get five new patrons by the end of the year. I'm actually, I've got one of those five, so I need four more by December 31st. And patrons um, often can get early access to the podcast. Um, My goal for 2019 is to have like a monthly touch point with you guys via email Um, I've done in the past, some promotion, free social media images with guest quotes, which are really fun to share on Instagram because they're super encouraging. Um, and then any other exclusive content that maybe we can brainstorm together, what suggestions you might have about patron gifts that would be meaningful to you. So go check out my welcome video at patreon.com slash devoted dreamers and learn how you can support the podcast and get more involved in the devoted dreamers tribe. And speaking of those reviews, I'm still going through them. Um, Here's one that I got back in August from Got A Ride. It's entitled So Inspiring. It says, The Devoted Dreamers podcast has really helped me to focus back on my spirit-inspired ideas for my business and what is important in my life. It's so easy to get distracted by what the world says success looks like. And this podcast reignites my passion for the Lord. Highly recommend. Okay, every time I record an episode, I pray that God would be glorified through it. I pray that with my guests. I pray that over them and over me and that the words that we speak would bring him glory that wouldn't be about us. So I just want to thank you, God Ride, for sharing how it's helped you. Your kind words motivate me to keep doing what I'm doing and prayerfully bring more glory to God. Hey, I'd love to connect with you. So if this is a place that you are enjoying hanging out, if you spent, um, a couple of hours of your life with the devoted dreamers podcast, would you come on over to the devoted dreamers Facebook group to connect with me and other dreamers? You just have to answer a couple of quick questions via Facebook, then I'll accept your request. And I'd love to hear your thoughts about this week's show, or have you joined in any of the conversations already happening there? You will find us on Facebook in the Devoted Dreamers Insiders group. And hey, a special little tidbit for anybody out there who has started a podcast. I've recently opened up my Facebook group for Christian women podcast hosts. If you would like to be a part of that group, please send me a DM either on my website, via email, through Instagram, on Facebook. You can find me any of those places and I would love to welcome you into that group if you've recently started a podcast and we would love to support you in that process. You will find the show notes for this particular episode with Amy Wright at MeritAnsa.com slash podcast slash 103. There you can connect with Amy, see the resources she recommended, as well as get a link to that particular blog post she talked about. I'm going to go read that as soon as I'm done here. That's it for today, my friends. Thank you so much for joining me in this conversation. And wherever you are with your God-shaped dreams... May you have the courage to take one step toward their realization today. I'll see you next week.